podcast TV with my mom, the podcast where me and my mom talk about TV. Merry Merry Christmas! Christmas. (laughs) And happy Hanukkah! We should try that. All the other holidays. We should try that sometime to try to talk at the same time. We have done that before on this show and it has gone not well. (laughs) Every time you try to talk with me at the same time as I introduce the podcast, it's like. I have to get you to stop because no one can understand what we're saying. Oh, well, I guess I haven't gotten the hang of it just yet. <laughs> Maybe someday I will. How are you, Rachel? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad that, I mean, it's been a cold snap. It's been really cold the past few days. Yeah, I have not enjoyed it. But I enjoy it more than I enjoy snow. So I'll yeah. take it. Um, we are sitting in the living room next to the lit up Christmas tree, and we, uh, have some interesting plans for today's episode. We do. We're going to watch the Christmas story. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. It's called A Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol. And FX just released an adaptation of the, uh, Dickens story. And And it's supposed to be spooky and interesting. Yes. And we just watched, like, the first... Like when it comes on and says, you know, don't, you can't fast forward. And it said it had nudity. Yeah. And it (laughs) it did. (laughs) We're a little excited. I am. I just wonder who it is. (laughs) So Guy Pierce plays Scrooge in it. So I think, I'm guessing it's probably him. I don't know who that is. Oh, what was Guy Pierce in that you would have seen? Scrooge Bob Marley? Okay. So here's the thing. (laughs) We started watching it because I thought, okay, we'll watch it and then we'll talk about it. But we're like two minutes into the show and I was like, No. We got to record because mom apparently has no idea what the plot of A Christmas Carol is. Well, I do. Yeah, why don't you tell me? Tell me what you told me while we were watching it. I said, mom, do you know what this is about? And you said. It's about the story of the Christmas, like Christmas Eve and the tales from Christmas past come and the Christmas future guy. Yeah. When we I were, don't know. What I'm, she said to me was the nightmare before Christmas well, the and ni- then yeah. the Christmas ghost. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. But I'm not exactly sure who Bob Marley is. Yeah. So, is Bob um, Marley little tiny Tim's father? So you're getting it confused already because Bob Marley is not a character in the story. Well, who the hell is <laughs> Bob Bit? Cratchit is this character in the story and then Jacob Marley is a character in the story. <laughs> Who's the singer? Why don't we just quickly do... Who's the singer? Yeah, Marley. <laughs> yeah, it's Bob Marley. <laughs> it's Bob Marley, so I have the name right. Well, not for this show, but I guess it's not a... It's Never mind. I don't know. I just so, get... Jacob Marley, and he's dead. We'll get into it a little bit, but Ugh. first, let's uh, do our theme song. Our theme song? Like for TV news? Yeah. Do you forget how this podcast Well, when you say theme song, I'm thinking of like John Dodson. Please, you know, you need to enunciate. I confused you. I'm sorry. No, let's do a little like Jingle Bell Rock. Rock around the clock tonight. (laughs) Better be good and not be uptight. TV news. (laughs) Okay. So uh, TV news this week. Um, I read a couple things. Apparently, Amazon, I think we've talked about it before on TV news, but they've ordered a series of The Lord of the Rings that's going to be taking place before the story of what happens in The Lord of the Rings, so in the Second Age and Tolkien's books, and they just cast Galadriel. Uh, Morphid Clark is the woman's name who they just cast, Um, so I thought that was interesting. 
Oh, I was thinking Lord of the Flies. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Definitely different. Yep. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Got it now. But then mom was like, oh, I've got TV news. Look up Gabrielle Union or on uh, America's Got Talent. So I yes. quickly Googled it. Gabrielle Union was a judge for this past season of America's Got Talent. And she her contract was terminated at the end of this season. And apparently it was not amicable. Um, no. She had voiced concerns about racist jokes being made on the show and had been asked multiple times by the producers to um, change her hairstyle because it was too black, which I put in quotes, for viewers, um, which is obviously, I can't believe that those kinds of things, like, that's just crazy to me. I know. I mean, it's just crazy that those kinds of things happen. Uh, This is in the Los Angeles Times. So she, uh, they kind of, like, got her to leave the show because of this. They booted her. I mean, it was, um, I think... Jay Leno was on the show and he made some sort of yeah. really uh, bad, in bad taste joke. And she complained to the producers and they didn't do anything about it. They just let it fly. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. And then Dwayne Wade, his wife, tweeted about it. Uh, uh, his husband, her husband, <laughs> tweeted about it several times, which was interesting. She had several other celebrities um, come to her support. You know, Ariana Grande tweeted be better NBC Ellen Pompeo from Grey's Anatomy said it's unfortunate that NBC the same network that protected disgusting man like Matt Lauer and punish women for speaking out or not putting up with it has not changed their practices or culture I support Gabrielle Union uh, and her commitment to speaking up to injustice it takes courage Jamila Jamil from The Good Place said I'm lucky to work with really good people at NBC and I'm sad and angry to know this has been going on in that same network I stand with Gabrielle Union they should bring her back with a big raise and remove Simon Cowell instead (laughs) (laughs) um so anyway, it's a it's a lot of drama going on over there at NBC because of this. I think she sat down and had like a five hour or four hour meeting with the people at NBC. I don't know mm-hmm. what came of it, but um, I don't think she's coming back as a judge. I don't know if I would either. I'm not but sure I would. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. Yeah. So don't anyway, be, don't that's, be treating uh, me like crap, there, dudes. That's my TV news. That's great TV news. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> well, um, back to the show. Okay, well, here's the thing. Yes? We're going to watch A Christmas Carol now, and then we're going to record afterwards, but I just wanted to make sure we did a little, like, intro talk about it before we started watching it. Okay. This is the first paragraph of Dickens's A Christmas Carol. Ready? I think so. Marley was dead to begin with. There is no doubt whatever about that. The register of his burial was signed by the clergyman, the clerk, the undertaker, and the chief mourner. Scrooge signed it, and Scrooge's name was good upon change for anything he chose to put his hand to. Old Marley was as dead as a doornail. Who's Bob Marley? It's Jacob Marley. Oh, who's Jacob Marley? (laughs) Is he Scrooge's dad? He's Scrooge's partner in business. Oh. I just skipped over that part when I was watching it. So the general story of A Christmas Carol is that this kind of miserly guy, a Scrooge. Like Scrooge McDuck. That's where the name came from and the word came from. Yes. He had a business partner in his accounting firm who died. That's Jacob Marley. Correct. He continues to run his business like a crotchety old man. Yes. Until he gets visited by Jacob Marley's ghost, telling him to change his ways. Oh, that's and where Jacob comes from. And then Marley says to him, you're going to be visited by three more ghosts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is present. I remember now. Which is past, present, and future. I remember now. So uh, now that we have that foundational knowledge... <laughs> 
Let's see uh, how this adaptation goes. Well, let's hope there's lots of nudity. <laughs> and Christmas cheer. And Christmas cheer, yes. Um, we love Christmas cheer. I just want to really quick. And let's hope Taylor Swift's boyfriend doesn't suck. Joe Alwyn is in it as Bob Cratchit and Taylor Swift's boyfriend. So this is directed by Nick Murphy uh, and adapted by Stephen Knight uh, from the Charles Dickens story. And it stars Joe Alwyn as Bob Cratchit, Stephen Graham as Jacob Marley, Guy Pierce as Ebenezer Scrooge, and Bennett Robinson as Mrs. Cratchit. And without further ado, let's watch it. Let's watch it. All right. And we're recording again. We are without headphones. Oh. <laughs> I forgot. You made me nervous. Well, you know, they work so well, these headphones. <laughs> I keep my ears warm. <laughs> so, we just finished uh, the FX special Scrooge, uh, A Christmas Carol. I had no idea that it was three hours long. Oh my god, it was worse than the, the three-hour cruise. Of Gilligan's Island? (laughs) You're lucky you have me to get your weird random jokes. Well, it just was very long, very dark, and makes you happy that we have electricity. (laughs) That's true. You know, Scrooge, like A Christmas Carol, there's darkness to it. You know, there's poverty and there's suffering and everything. But, like, this was, like, another level of of dark and depressing. Yes, it was. Um, there was child molestation. There was and sexual pedophilia. exploitation. There was sexual harassment. Oh. So, yeah, it was like the cycle of abuse and not dealing with trauma and <clears throat> how people continue to perpetuate bad things if they don't, like, address their own emotions. Actions and their emotions. Did you feel like it was particularly Christmassy? <laughs> no. Yeah. The one good thing about watching all the other Scrooges, yeah, you look forward to that last part where he's running through the streets throwing coins at people or throwing money at people or whatever they did with, you know, Scrooge McDuck and yeah. Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, it was just, you know, it, it was a letdown at the end. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, yay, he was better, but... Ugh. Well, yeah... So interestingly, there's a moment of something that happens in this special where I'm like, okay, he can't come back from this. Right. Like, there's no redemption here. Like, this guy's just evil. Just a dick. Um, And uh, I was happy in the end that they didn't make it seem like he had gotten forgiveness for the thing that he had done. Right. Like, they made it very clear that he was not being forgiven. Right. But that he was... You know, and then he, but his point was like, I'm going to continue to try to right. be a better person, which I think is definitely good. good. Yes. Um, and then at the very end, you kind of get left on a little bit of a cliffhanger because the last line is, you have a lot more work to do. The spirits. Like, like is there going to be like a Scrooge too? Well, I hope not. Me too. I'm not interested. I'm not watching it. So, yeah, I mean, I think it was interesting and thought-provoking and, like, a different adaptation of the story, but it did not put me in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> no, it didn't make me want to run out, you know, the streets yelling Merry Christmas. Yeah. It made me very, uh, it's, it was a sad tale. Yeah, you want that at the end where it's like, okay, he realizes the error of his ways and he's going to fix it and everything's, you know, but, you know, is that naive and is that not really 
realistic, especially in our current, you know, environment that we live in, in society. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And, I mean, that was in, what, 18, this story took place in 1836? Yeah, something like that. Or something like that. I mean, I suppose it wasn't a great, you know, time to be, I mean supposedly it wasn't a great time to be you know you just have to sit there with candles and everything was so dark it was really dark it was dark (laughs) it was gray there was hardly any color through this whole movie yeah and it was just depressing and dreary yeah and dreary yeah just made me hate winter all the more yeah yeah there's not there wasn't a lot of joy to be found no which is something that is great about the actual Christmas Carol adaptations that many people have seen is that there's a lot of joy there. Yeah. I knew that this was going to be scarier. Like, I, I had read that the ghosts are more realistic and creepy and sneaky up on you, and they, like, you know. The ghosts were, were spooky. The ghosts were super spooky. Um, the middle ghost was okay. I could handle her. Well, yeah. And that was an interesting thing but to the, change about the story, to have the middle ghost. ghost and the beginning ghost were, and the chain ghost. Yeah, Marley. <laughs> whatever his name is we're scary yeah but i still think you say it was the guy that played Gollum. i still think it was mick fleetwood so yeah the ghost of christmas past was andy circus um but his costuming did make him look a little bit like mick fleetwood oh totally <laughs> except for the weird eyeball uh, well, no, i think mick fleetwood has weird eyeballs too yeah, for sure <laughs> sorry um the i would say that like, okay, so is this a Christmas thing that you should watch on Christmas? No. Should Uh-oh. you watch it in general? Maybe. I mean, I thought it was an interesting adaptation. And I liked the, um, they kind of made Mrs. Cratchit into this sort of like, you know, 2019 feminist uh, witch woman, you know, who's like connecting into her female power. Yeah. That was really interesting. Yes, I did enjoy that part of it. I mean, yeah. that was like, you know, woman power. Yeah, the like feminist, of, feminism of that was kind of interesting. Right. But. But all the other stuff? Yeah. I don't know. I think it is, I mean, they talk in the in the story about how Scrooge needs a bright mirror to hold up to himself to see his real reflection. And like, I, I'm not saying that this is something that's like, you know, award worthy or really, really great, but it does feel a little bit like a mirror to society of like how people in marginalized uh, communities are treated, you know, women, people in poverty. Right. How people are being treated right now. Yeah. I don't want to go there. And it ends by saying, you know, <laughs> you, you spirits and looking directly into the camera, us have a lot of work to do. Yeah. Which was just a lot to take in Oof. for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, just a little bit. I mean, it was okay. It was a good, a- I think it was a good adaptation. Yeah. And, I mean, but, oh, man, it was hard. Um, Joe Alwyn did a great job. As yeah. uh, yeah, Taylor could be happy with him. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Did a good job acting. Yeah, I think he's probably a good um, actor. All yeah. the actors were good. Mm-hmm. Tiny Tim was great. He's cute. The writing was good. Yeah. Uh, cinematography was interesting. Dark. Just really dark. <laughs> made me want to get under the covers. <laughs> it made me want to watch a different adaptation of A Christmas Carol. Do you have a different one that you like, Mom? I think I'd rather go with Scrooge McDuck. Uh, yeah, the Disney Christmas Carol is great. It's short, which is another thing. <sighs> this thing was three hours long. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was um, painful. Don't, I mean, it's not even going to get you in the Christmas spirit. It's bad. 
I mean, it was good. But it was good, but not Christmassy. Oof. My favorite adaptation of A Christmas Carol is either, it's probably a tie. I watch uh, Muppet Christmas Carol every year. Oh, that's a good one. And um, the music in it and those little uh, cheeses for the Mises, it's just too cute. And it, uh, that one at the end is so uplifting. And like you have this hope for humanity at the end of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is Scrooged. Which is with Bill Murray, and at the end of Scrooge, they all sing, uh, you know, pick up your fellow man, yeah. give him a helping and hand. We just need some loving it's, at the end. It's just so much more joyful and, like, makes you feel like, yeah, I will, you know, be a more giving and empathetic human. I will be happier. With- this one at the end, you're like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, good for him. Yeah. Turn the channel. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what would you say, Mom? Would you tell people to watch this one? If they're a depressing sort of individual, yes. (laughs) (laughs) If you're looking, if you just hate the Christmas season and, you know, you're just, you're bah-humbugging yourself left and right, go ahead and watch it. It'll be uplifting to you. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, it did not put me in a jolly mood. Um, Well, I'll just read this last... uh, little paragraph of Dickens's Christmas Carol where he says he had no further intercourse with spirits but lived upon the total abstinence principle ever afterwards and it was always said of him that he knew how to keep Christmas well if any man alive possessed the knowledge may that be truly said of us and of all of us and so as Tiny Tim observed I don't know (laughs) (laughs) you don't know and to all good night what I don't know. Did Tommy, Tiny, did Tommy Tim, Tiny Tim say something special? What did he say? God bless us. Oh yeah, God bless us, everyone. There it is. Oh Christ! I don't. He didn't even say it in this one. I know it wasn't there. (sighs) Mom, do you have a word of wisdom for us on this Christmas day? (laughs) I'm not going to read you the one that I found because. I think it might be depressing. Oh, yeah. Let's get off of that. Let's be under the happy land. Oof. Word of wisdom, you know, don't put real candles on your Christmas tree. That's a good one. Make sure you put half ginger ale in your water if you got a real tree. I'm or is sorry. It Sprite. Uh, wow. I have no idea. I've never heard that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Putting a soda in your Christmas tree water will keep it lasting longer? Yes. Okay, fair enough. Mom says put Sprite or maybe ginger ale I in think your tree water. I think it's Sprite. Okay. I forget where I heard that, but um, it might have been in a movie. Any other holiday tips? Uh, be kind to your retail associates. Yeah. Everybody must have watched that movie the past <laughs> couple of days because nobody's in a good mood. Aww. Well, uh, it's we'll, okay. We'll get, we're going to turn off and maybe go and do something a little bit more joyful after this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, maybe we'll open up a present. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We hope you have a Merry Christmas and a happy holiday or a happy whatever you might be celebrating. Happy Hanukkah and all that other Kwanzaa Christmas joy. Yes. We and, don't sound too joyful. <laughs> well, that was kind of dark. Gosh. Sorry. But you know what? 
We're not going to let it ruin our Christmas spirit. Oh, it's not going to damper me. We're also like several days before Christmas right now, so we have some time to recover. <laughs> but for you all out there, don't watch this on Christmas. Don't watch it on Christmas Day. It's a Debbie Downer. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Yes. In the new safe. year. In the 2020. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> podcast you can follow us on instagram at tv with my mom and on twitter at tv with mom and send us a line on gmail at the, at the gmail at tv with my mom at gmail.com and you can rate review and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts we want to give a shout out to everybody out there this holiday season who's who are faithful listeners yes. and enjoy our repertoire yes we appreciate you guys and we hope you have a warm safe and happy holiday fuzzy nipples all around fuzzy nipples fuzzy (laughs) nipples and we'll thank john dodson and diane for their contributions to our podcast as always i'm such an embarrassment no way i love you merry christmas bye (laughs) fuzzy nipples (laughs) fuzzy navels yeah fuck